Welcome back to another episode of the Transform Your Life podcast. I'm Angela Hauk, founder of the international online coaching business, Team Ange. I'm an expert in building muscle and losing fat, a natural figure and fitness pro athlete with the UFE, and a lover of everything personal development. I'm a mom, a businesswoman. Most days, I just feel like a hot mess trying to keep it all together. I spent the first two decades of my life overweight, tired, hating vegetables, and living off Pepsi. I got sick and tired of feeling tired every day and decided to transform my life. This fitness and nutrition podcast is dedicated to educating and empowering listeners on all things training, nutrition, and personal development. I'm on a mission to help you improve your body, achieve your goals, live a confident and fulfilled life stepping into your full potential. So let's help you transform physically and mentally to a person that's been hiding underneath all along. Let's do it. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to this week's episode. For this week's episode, I'm rocking a solo episode again, and this one has been by request. So for those that are pregnant or plan to be pregnant in the future, I've been getting a lot of requests about how to train the core and how to train your abs essentially throughout pregnancy. So I love sharing this information simply because When it comes to core training, what you do throughout your pregnancy can have a big impact on what you're left with after you have your babe. So there's a lot of exercises that we want to avoid and certain ones that we want to make sure we include so that we don't end up with that mommy pooch that so many women struggle with after we have babes. So I really think that core training can be confusing like when you're going through pregnancy and today we're going to break it down into first trimester, second trimester, and third trimester because what you do in each of the trimesters is actually going to be different okay you want to make sure that we do have a strong stable core but because of your growing body and growing baby the things that you're able to do in each of the trimesters to build that strong stable core are going to be very different okay so essentially I like to break it into four different categories okay so these are the four different types of core training Um, and then with each of them that's how we know that we have a well-balanced core training program so we want to make sure that we're training it in all four ways when we're choosing the exercises that we're going to do okay so the first one is going to be anti-rotation which is the um, resist twisting anti-extension, which is the resistance against arching your back, anti-lateral flexion, which is the side bending and resisting that, and then neutral spine with hip flexion. So that's really maintaining a neutral spine as you flex your hip. So all of those four things really don't matter in terms of a technical perspective. You don't need to be able to remember rotation, extension. All you need to remember is when I'm selecting my exercises for that particular part of pregnancy, you want to make sure that you have one from each category. So I'm going to break that down into that for you. So the big thing when it comes to What can happen after you have a babe is many women are very concerned about diastasis recti, and that really is the separation of the abdominal wall, and it's really, really common, and the reason why we get it is if you think about your growing baby within your stomach and where your diastasis recti, which is the um, six-pack, what what people would visually describe as a six-pack, that sits right on the front of your body, right? So... 
what ends up happening is because your belly is growing to accompany your baby, your abdominal muscles or your six-pack muscles, they essentially stretch and expand, okay? So they're going to pull apart from the midline of your body above and below your belly button. And what can end up happening is we may need some extra assistance to rehabilitate it and make those muscles come back where they need to come, okay? So there are gonna be some exercises that are gonna make this worse, and there's gonna be some things that are just complete, complete no-nos, okay? So essentially, after you're done pregnancy, you can do a test just on your own body by um, seeing what kind of separation you have, but as you're going through pregnancy, pretty much everybody is going to have that sort of separation. It's just really minimizing the amount of damage that's happening by um, practicing the right exercises and really just being safe so that uh, you're doing things that are going to help set you up for success beyond pregnancy and then if you want to have additional babies in the future, right? So, The root of it is making sure that we are breathing properly and engaging our core properly as we are doing both exercises and going about our day-to-day life. And breathing is one of those things where it can seem like, oh my goodness, that is so simple. How can it have that big of an impact? But really proper breathing really creates a balanced pressure within your core and it can really help prevent or minimize pelvic floor issues. So in the past, I've done a couple episodes about this, but essentially your pelvic floor and the pelvic floor health is so, so important. It is going to support all of the organs. And so it's really, really important that even though we do have that additional weight coming on the system throughout pregnancy, we want to make sure that we are breathing in a way that we can strengthen the pelvic floor and really make sure that we're engaging the core so that we don't have those lower back problems or that additional separation that can be minimized, okay? So diaphragmatic breathing or core breathing is really the root of it. And with core breathing, we're essentially looking at integrating the diaphragm expanding and retracting and also adding in a pelvic floor contraction. And this is something that you want to do regularly all throughout pregnancy, even after pregnancy, even if you're planning on not having children, doing this type of breathing is going to be really, really beneficial to make sure that the foundation of your core is really, really strong. So I've posted a couple of videos about it in the past. And if anybody's listening to this episode and is like, hey, you need to give me the link for that particular video, I want you to send me a DM on Instagram and I would be certainly happy to send you the direct link for that. But uh, but yeah, core breathing is the root of it and core breathing is what you are going to integrate into all of the exercises that we're talking about. This is something that you can do while you're driving. Just a new way to bring awareness into your core to really make sure that we're engaging the pelvic floor, really engaging the TVA, which is like that corset that wraps around the midsection. So yeah, just send me a DM through Instagram. It's Anchoke underscore UFE pro and I will hook you up with that video because this is really really important stuff guys all right so let's get into it first trimester so really when it comes to the first trimester you'll probably be able to do all the things that you would normally do for non-pregnant core training okay so we want to make sure you have great posture we want to make sure you have a neutral spine you keep your ribs down when you're engaging your core that you're getting your pelvis into 
proper alignment, but really not too much changes. So we just want to make sure that we're pulling an exercise from all four of those areas, okay? So your anti-rotation exercise that we're going to do in the first trimester is going to be a half kneeling cable lift. Okay, so with this one here, we essentially want to be in front of a cable machine. You want to be in a half kneeling cable position. So half kneeling just means that you have one leg forward. Either is totally fine in terms of the one that you're going to start with. And then what you're going to be doing is you're going to be taking the weight and going from one side of your body and chopping it to the other side of the body. So generally I like to suggest going from a low position up into a higher position thinking about engaging your core and once you've done it on the one side you'll do it on the other side okay so the leg that is back is where you're going to start the cable and then you're going to twist it and bring it up so that you're um, essentially going on a 45 degree angle okay so the goal is just can you keep your abdominal wall engaged while you're doing it and twisting from all the way on the bottom all the way up to the top keeping your arms straight throughout. For the second one which is the anti-lateral flexion that's a side plank. Many people are very familiar with the side plank. You can either do this from your knees or with your legs completely extended. You just want to make sure that you stack your shoulders over your elbows, push your hips forward, and squeeze your bottom glute hard. And that's just going to make sure that your pelvis is in a really good position. You're going to draw your navel into your spine and do your core breathing from there. Okay, the anti-extension front plank. This one again can either be from your knees or from your toes. You're going to have your elbows directly underneath your shoulder blades and many people are again familiar with front planks but you essentially want to do your core breathing. You want to make sure that your back is flat, that your glutes are squeezed and in and that's going to be what you're going to do for your anti-extension. Last one is your hip flexion with neutral spine. So for this one here you are going to do either a knee tuck or a jackknife with a stability ball. So either of those are gonna be bringing the knees into the chest. So if you're doing a knee tuck, that would be bringing it in um, with the knees becoming bent. And then the jackknife is just you lifting your hips towards the air. Most women that I've seen, a knee tuck is completely sufficient for those that are more on the advanced level and you've been doing stability ball jackknives, then those would be suitable. But you just want to make sure that you keep a slight curve in your lower back and then bring your knees into your chest and keep your core engaged as you're doing it. So that's generally first trimester. Now, as we go into the second trimester, things are going to become different. The first thing I want to suggest with this is you want to become aware of signs of a DR or a diastasis recti. So that's separation, okay? So place one hand on your belly whenever you're doing abdominal exercises. And I want you to take notice if the abdominals feel like they're bulging or popping up. Okay, you do not want that to be happening. So if that's happening, that is not a good exercise for you and you may need to modify it or work on keeping the abdominal wall drawn in tighter. So generally, it, it's just a dangerous position, going to be making things worse, but you wanna keep an eye when you're doing things. What's gonna make things worse? Generally, that's gonna be things like crunches or anything that has your body, even in like a forward position, and you might see your belly hanging down, and then you see this kind of coning thing that's happening, 
that is the beginning stages of the diastasis recti. So we want to make sure that we're being mindful of it and that we're not doing those exercises that are making that worse, okay? So for this one, the first category is anti-rotation. So this one, we're going to do a palif press. So a palif press is essentially either going to use a cable or it's going to use um, a band, but you're going to be tall kneeling means that you're going to be kneeling on both knees, okay? You're going to squeeze your glute and you're going to be holding either a handle or a band with both hands. So what that's going to mean is you're only going to have one handle, both hands are going to be clasped inside, and then you're going to draw the abdominal wall in, and then you're going to, in a very straight line, straighten your arms away from your body, thinking about your core becoming engaged the entire time. So you're squeezing your glutes, which is going to make sure that your pelvis stays in a strong position, you're going to keep your tailbone down, and you're going to press the um, the band or the cable away from the body, okay? Next is your anti-lateral flexion. So for this one, I really think your best bet is a farmer's walk or carry. All you're gonna do is grab two weights. They could be kettlebells or dumbbells. You're gonna hold them down by your sides and you're just gonna think about walking tall, keeping your ribs down, your abs engaged, and walking, okay? And this is actually gonna really prepare you for when you're gonna have to lug around the... Um, what's it called? The baby carrier once babe is born, right? So you're going to practice holding the weights, really keeping the abdominal wall in. Some people do this exercise and they'll be like, oh, I can't feel anything. And it's really just because you're not thinking about firing the abdominal wall within the body. And that is so damn important. So that's what we're going to do for that in the second trimester. The third category is your anti-extension. So this is going to be band-supported leg lowering. So you're going to grab a band. You're going to lie flat on them on your back. Okay, and the band supported just means that the leg that's coming down is going to have a band wrapped around it. So you're gonna hold it, you're gonna have the um, like a long band with two handles wrapped around that foot. You're gonna make sure your lower back is pressing flat into the ground, and then you're just gonna do one leg at a time, and you're only gonna bring it down as far as you can without the belly bulging up or the lower back lifting off. You'll do all your reps on one side, then you can switch on over to um, the other side, but really you're only coming as low as if you see that bulge come up in your stomach or you see your lower back starting to lift off those are going to be the signals like hey this is enough this is at a good level for me and again core breath you're really going to make sure that your abdominal wall is feeling that tension and go nice and slow so don't power through trying to get like this ab burn that is not the goal right you're trying to have a strong stable core so that is going to be the most important thing Fourth category is going to be your hip flexion. And this is going to be keeping that neutral spine. And I really love a slow mountain climber, but at an incline position, okay? So we kind of want to get out of anything that's forward um, where you're facing downwards, which is going to have that additional pressure from the belly um, going downwards. So that's why I love being on incline, probably waist tight or even uh, chest tight. And you're just going to be doing a mountain climber, which is the knee coming in towards the chest, but you're going to go nice and slow one leg at a time. And you're going to think about keeping that neutral spine and being at an incline that doesn't create that bulge. Okay, so one leg at a time, really concentrating on keeping the abdominal wall and bringing that core breath into it. And that is going to be the second trimester. Now, for those that are feeling fantastic in that third trimester, again, we can still continue with the core training, but we got to be really um, 
You gotta be really, really mindful here, okay? Even if you feel like your abs have jumped ship at this point and you're like, oh my God, my belly's so big, I don't need to do core training, I promise you they're still in there and core training in this trimester is also really important. You wanna make sure you watch your posture throughout the day. Uh, often women tend to either push their hips forward um, and sway through their lower back or they just find that they're just changing their posture to shift the fact that their body has changed so much. So we would just want to be really, really mindful of that. I know you can be in agony and it can be a tough position to be in that third trimester. It can become very uncomfortable, but it is something to think about throughout the day. So let's dive into third trimester core. So this one here, we talked about the palif press in the second trimester. As we enter into the third trimester, I generally suggest switching from being in a tall kneeling, which is on both knees, into a half kneeling. So the half kneeling position is the one where you have one leg forward, one leg back. So you're just going to do reps on both sides. So just make sure that you're alternating knees in relation to that. You can either do like six reps on one side, six reps on the other side, or if you're doing multiple sets, you can also um, do it. But yeah, you either take your band or your cable, you're um, nice and tall with your kneeling position, and then you're just pressing that weight away from your body. So you start with your elbows bent, and then as you press away, you're pressing away from the body. As you go into the second area, that's anti-lateral flexion. So this one here, I... Love the idea of switching from it being your standard farmer's carry into doing a suitcase carry, okay? So with a suitcase carry, instead of having weight on both sides, we're only gonna have weight on one side, which is very common and what you're gonna need to prepare for once baby is born. Often we are loading a lot of weight on one side and we don't wanna have that compensation pattern of all of that additional weight coming down on one side. So you're gonna do a suitcase carry, which is putting the weight on one side, but not compensating by allowing your body to fall down, right? Standing nice and tall so that you're still maintaining shoulders are staying level, hips are staying level, and you're really engaging the core, particularly on the one that doesn't have the weight. We wanna make sure everything's staying nice and stable and we're walking tall, ribs are staying down, and we're holding either a kettlebell or a dumbbell slightly away from the body. You do it on one side and then you do it on the other and that will be what you'll do for your anti-lateral flexion. For your anti-extension, which is the third category. So for this one here, I really like dead bugs. So for dead bugs, you're going to be laying on your back. So similar to when you were doing your leg lowering, you're going to create a slight tension on the abs. So you're lying flat on the back. You're going to have your knees bent. And for this particular one, you're going to have alternate arms and legs um, extending out. And what that looks like is if you're lying on your back, your arms are extended straight out. So they're straight out from the shoulder when you're lying flat on your back. Your knees are bent up into 90 degrees. Okay. Then from there, as your right arm lowers down towards the ground, it'll be your left leg that's going to lower down at the same time. So I like to do just all on one side. So again, it's alternate limbs that are going to be lowering and then contracting towards one another and towards that center of the body. So again, maybe eight or 10 reps on each side, trying to maintain that tension and only lowering the arms and the legs as far back until you might feel that coning or that, um, that separation or that stuff going on in the midsection of the body. So you want to make sure that you're only working within the range of motion that feels really good for you and which is in support of creating a stable core. And the last and final for the third trimester and the neutral spine with hip flexion is I really like a mountain climber again, but 
we're just going to be at a higher incline. So maybe in the last trimester, you were able to do it from your knees and now you're going up to your chest. There's times when I'm even like up against the wall and just bringing the knee in towards the chest while maintaining a neutral spine. But generally when you're thinking about the hip flexion, hip flexion just means that the knee is coming in towards the chest. So just take it to a higher incline, work with what feels comfortable for you. If your belly is kind of in the way, you're just shifting your knee slightly to the side. We're just trying to get those hip flexors moving because that's going to be something that's going to be really, really important as you need to deliver your baby, okay? So in terms of that, that that's a wrap-up in terms of all of the core training for first trimester, second trimester, and third trimester. In the show notes for this episode, I'm also going to put in previous episode. So I talked about postpartum core training and postpartum nutrition. So if you listen to this episode and you're going to be having a baby soon, you want to check out what you should do after babe is born. That's going to be a really fantastic episode for you guys to check out. So other than that, that's it for today's episode. Wanted to give you guys just a slight update. We are nearing that halfway mark for me. In terms of pregnancy, we will find out in a couple weeks here. We already had the gender ultrasound, but we're going to find out the results at a gender reveal party soon. It's been really interesting seeing what you guys have been saying in terms of what the gender is going to be. This has been a totally different pregnancy from my first one. So I'm like, oh, well, maybe it is a different gender, but I don't even know. (laughs) Anyways, I haven't found a lot of relief yet. Still feeling pretty crummy all in all, but the blessing that's born at the end of it, it's always worth it. So just taking it one day at a time. Other than that, guys, I will touch base with you next week. And again, if you want that core breath training video, send me a DM and I'd be happy to hook you up with that. And I'll catch you next week, guys. Bye. Guys, I'm on a really big mission here and I want to transform 1 million lives, but I need your help. I can't do it alone. I want you to take this episode, share it with just one person. Maybe it's a friend or a family member or maybe a coworker, just one person who could really benefit from the information in this week's episode or perhaps a previous episode. That is how we create impact. That is how we get this movement going. That's how we take people from feeling tired and just not having a fulfilled life and we put them into fulfilling their full potential. So I challenge you guys to share this with just one person. It would mean the world to me. And as always, head on over to iTunes, subscribe so that you never miss an episode. They come out every single Thursday. That is my commitment to all of you guys so that you guys can continually grow, expand, and fulfill your full potential. Have a great week. We'll catch you next time. Lots of love. Ange.